You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Today, we got a very special episode. This is all how life in football got started, y'all. And this is how I met one of my best homeboys, my best dog, my top-notch homeboy in the nation. And this is how we met as, as well, y'all. It all started in 2004 at Ellsworth College, and we're going to get all into those stories. So I'm going to go and start this thing off. Now, I'm from Bartow, Florida which is located in between Orlando and Tampa. So we in the hot spot. Everybody want to be here. I went to Bartow High School and then fast forward up a little bit. That's when I met Mike in Juco and we met at Ellsworth Community College in Iowa Falls. That's where it all started. Now, like Simo just said, that's where we met. And that was kind of the creation of life in football. Now, for all of y'all who listening online on Spotify, Google, um, Apple Music, please check out a video because we're doing a video, y'all. It's going to be on YouTube, me and him face-to-face, and we're talking the true talk of the life and football story that all y'all can go and enjoy. Now, my name is Mike, actually Michael Figures. I'm born and raised in Quincy, Florida. All of my classmates, anybody who know me, see, just like CMO, any of our friends, Everybody call me Mike Fig. That's why I say Mike Fig in the intro. But you talk to my mama, my mama gonna say Michael Figures. So I coming out of Shanks High School, I end up going to junior college, of course, because I didn't have the grades. Now, I already put out an entire episode of Junior College Football one-on-one of how I, my struggles and the things I had to deal with from day to day, even how I ended up in junior college. Now, um, Quincy, Florida is right next door to the capital of Florida, which is Tallahassee, Florida. Tallahassee, Florida is about probably anywhere 10 minutes to 15 minutes away from um, Quincy. So we kind of like real close neighbors. So coming out of Quincy, Florida, I went to um, James A. Shanks High School. That's why I played my high school ball and I graduated. I came out 2003, ended up going to junior college. And I went to Ellsworth Junior College in Iowa Falls, Iowa, which is called Ellsworth College. And somewhere along the line in 2003, my coach, I was at a game. And uh, he came to me and he said, hey, Mike, have you ever heard of Bartow, Florida? I said, yes, coach. Just so happened, y'all, God worked in mysterious way. Let me tell y'all this story. So, it, I, I, you know what? Let me take that back. Not say God worked in mysterious way. God works in amazing way. So, that year before, 
we was at a camp in North Carolina. Now, the camp is sponsored by Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So they have all these high school kids come up. They pay for everything. You stay for a week. You have fun. You talk about God. You're in the Bible. And you do sporting all day. So at this camp, it was some guys from a school called Bartow, Florida. This is my first time seeing the shirt. I saw the shirt, and I'm just watching these guys come in like Bartow. The guy ripped up, too. And I'll never forget they had this guy on their team who I later found out was named Alex Boston. So I ended up being in a group with him. And Alex was about probably 6'4", 6'5", 200, whatever. He ended up going to Florida State. So some kind of way, the Quincy boys got cool with the Bartow boys. So we starting to learn the area where they was from. They learning our area. So remember, this is how I learned about Bartow, Florida, through the FCA camp, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Fast forward to 2004, which this is almost, uh, you know, a year ahead. So I'm in the gym. I'm all, mind you, I'm already at Ellsworth College. I'm already there. This 2003. It's the. It's probably November, and uh, coach come. No, I think it. I think it was December. Coach Sala, our, our head football coach, was named John Sala. He come to me. He said, "Hey, Mike, have you ever heard of Bartow, Florida?" So that's when I say, "Yes, coach. They got some bowlers down there," and um, I went to a camp with them in North Carolina. Matter of fact, and so, coach say. Oh, yeah. I said, Coach, everybody on their team that they had in North Carolina was amazing. He said, oh, man, we got two guys coming. And um, one of them named Walt Smith play running back and Colin Moore, who's sitting right here in front of me today, which is over 20 years now. And when Coach said that, it just was like, oh, Coach, man, yeah, they got they're going to be good, man. I had never even met these guys, but from that interaction at that camp, I knew they were going to have some talent. So fast forward to 2004, that spring. So for y'all who don't know, in junior college, a lot of the guys come in the spring, and they just some of them coming from different schools, some of them coming from home, or you may have guys who was injured and who had sought out and just end up, you know, needing to wait that uh, semester anyway to come in. So, Colin and uh, Walt Smith come in, and I'm going to let Simo get into his story of when he first saw me because this was pretty much their first week on campus. So, I'm going to let him give y'all that insight. Now, when I met Mike, we were, well, first off, when I got there in January in Iowa, it's freezing cold. I ain't, I ain't never been that cold in my life with all the snow, with just being in a location that don't have nothing else around it. So JUCO was just placing you somewhere in nowhere, and you got to try to achieve something as in getting your grades, getting your whole situation correct so you can come out on top. All right, we get to school. January, first week, I was good. Second week, man, I'm... I'm stressed. I'm like, what in the world did I get myself into? Why I'm not at home in Florida? I should have went to Hillsborough Community College. I should have got my grades in school so I don't have to be 
located in Iowa Falls. Now, ain't nothing went wrong with Iowa Falls. I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I went. But I was like, why I'm here? So I'm singing loud as ever. I'm saying it was a genuine song. Man, I was hurt. Just I just I ain't care who heard me. I said I'm messing up everybody day. Matter of fact, that day, Lance Leggett was on uh TV on ABC playing Miami on a Monday night. Cause it was the uh Labor Day game. He playing, I come out there all the players downstairs, and I just I'm upstairs singing. So Mike frustrated trying to see why I'm singing, but I'm just blowed. But he ain't tell me that till later. So now the initial day I seen Mike, me and Walt, we just get to school. We walking into the lunchroom and I see this dude because it's, it's about 10 guys walking. So I see Mike, which I ain't know it was him, but I see this dude. He got on a jacket. He got a Q on it. It's a black jacket. Oh, uh, it was an S. It was an S on oh, it. Oh, the S. So it's an S on it because I'm thinking Quincy, but he got the shanks. So it's an S on the shirt, the S in orange. And he got on a solid black jacket. And maybe the arms was white, but I know the jacket was black. And he's sitting in the middle. And he walking just like he got a gangster lean or something. So in my mind, I look at him. Then I look at all the other dudes. And then he in the middle walking with just a little gangster lean or something. And then he caught back and loud like, ha-ha. And I said to myself, man, who this dude think he is? Like, not that I... Knowing, but it just felt like he was putting on a show, like he was just just that guy. He that he that boy. He that cat that hey. If I tell them boys to jump, they jumping. If I tell them to clap three times, they clapping. I said, get down and do pushups. They getting down and do pushups. So I'm looking like, man, who who this boy think he is? And we walk past and we like, what's up? And he like, what up? I'm like, boy, cool. So then we keep walking. And then I'm, I'm looking at Walt, man, what in the world was that? And Walt looking like, I guess them some of the dudes on the team. But I'm thinking, well, who this dude in the middle just think he the coolest thing since what? I guess sliced bread? Like, boy, get out of here. And that's that was my first, that was my first time ever seeing him. And I'm thinking to myself, this dude here, I don't know who, boy, they better move him out the way. I don't know who that is. Now see what see more. Really didn't break down. It was probably about 12 of us walking. Now, I actually was leading the group. So I had this black hoodie I used to, or a black hood I used to wear. And I used to always wear my Shanks Letterman jacket at that time with that Essie that he was talking about. And I see him and Walt walking towards the cafeteria. And the guys behind me like, hey, I think that's them, go that's them dudes from Florida, man. Uh, who who posted, uh, Coach posted that bought in. So in my head, I immediately kind of realized, like, oh, these are the guys from Bartow. So I, I see Simo now, but in my head, he right. I was thinking, you know, I was Kobe Bryant, Michael Joy. I thought I was the big dog on campus, but I really, I really, you know, just was just, just walking, kind of doing my thing, right? So Simo, I see him. And I throw my head back because I'm laughing because they because they were talking like, oh man, whose spot they finna take? So when they saying that, I'm kind of laughing like, ha, <laughs> just how you say. <laughs> and so I see Sibo and I see Walt and I'm like, what up, boy? Like that, like what up? <laughs> and they kind of spoke or whatever. But that was the initial meeting when I first saw Sibo. Ain't that amazing? How God had that whole connection kind of already set up. So. Moving on further in the junior college football, and 
I done broke this down on the podcast before. If you don't, if if you haven't experienced junior college football, go look at Last Chance U. It's everything that that you think it is. That's the same thing. Everything they got going on is Last Chance U is on Netflix. Anybody, most everybody got Netflix now. Go check out that uh, Last Chance U. So in junior college, you get a lot of drama. People want to go home. People sad, people frustrated. But a lot of times we put our own self there because of grades. People got hurt. People couldn't um cut it at one school for one reason or another, whether it's grades or whatever. So me and CMO's situation kind of similar. You know, we didn't have the grades and we wasn't really heavily recruited. So move forward to just the experience, and I'm, that's what I'm about to get into now. We will have games and certain times where you pretty much bring in all your own gear. You got to bring your own cleats. You got to bring your own gloves. And, and you almost got to bring everything except your helmet and your shoulder pads. Now, I know these days it's a little bit more different. I'm, I'm pretty sure they provide cleats and all that stuff, but at that time, we didn't really have too much. So, when I saw Simo in the spring, I'm looking at him. Hey, man, he fast. He real fast. And the boys were kind of hating. I don't know if you remember this, Simo. The boys kind of hating on y'all. Like, yeah, they all right. They all right, man. So, so, so. And I'm looking at Walt, Walt fast. And Simo came out there one day with some red cleats on. And this one, I kind of started communicating with Simo because we had some of the same classes as well. So, I'm talking to Sebo, and I'm talking to Walt pretty much every day. I'm going into their room. So the spring comes in, the snow lifts up. One day we all decide to go outside and do some routes and work out. Sebo bring out them red cleats. And to be honest, the boy was fast now. He was looking good out there. And then I introduced him to Mike Fee when we went in the spring practice and we had the pads on. And I was out there knocking out everybody with the pain. Bim, boom. So he like, he called to me after the practice. He like, Fee, boy, you pretty good. Boy, you be out there hitting like you got a sledgehammer. And that's kind of the initial phases of recognizing both of us had talent, not just being in the side of the dorm and walking to class, but giving the man respect as well. Nah. Them red cleats I had on, might didn't tell y'all, but them cleats I got them from uh, Marcus. He Marcus Floyd, he went to the NFL and he had played with the uh, Buffalo Bills, so he gave me some red cleats. He was like, "You want to wear them?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, let me get them. Let me see if I can feel them." So when I got them, they fit. It was perfect. So I'm like, "All right, let's get it." Went up there to JUCO, like Mike said, we up there practicing. We getting our workouts in before the real practice started. The the ground in Iowa is like it's so hard. I don't know why it's hard, but the practice field we had, it was hard. It was probably a little level up from concrete, but it was hard. Like when you go out there in your cleats, your cleats pretty much gonna get chopped up and messed up just because of the ground. Now, like he said, we got there because we had the grades. I tell any and everybody, please. Go for B's or higher. Get a B or A. Don't come up under that 3.0 because 
you don't want that JUCO life. You you don't want that JUCO life at all. It it moved you far from home in a location that's worse than your high school. So if you was already in a trash high school, imagine high school trasher than that. Or if you was in a straight high school, imagine you going decreasing in levels somewhere out of nowhere for no reason, just because you didn't handle business. And we got another friend that's here today with us. His name, Chun, well, Robert Chun, but we call him Chun. That boy always handled business, and that's really how you should carry your life, always handling business, but we didn't, so that's how I met Mike. Bam, we in JUCO. We got there working out. Like Mike said, that boy out there balling. He balling. So by the time we put on them pads, I don't know if it was in the spring ball or uh, the season, Mike liked to hit hard. And we had a running back who liked to hit hard. Now, me, I'm at DB. I'd rather kind of finesse you and get my interceptions and try to uh, D you up and look good. Mike and this boy want to go hard every single day. The running back running through there. Bam, 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 boom. So when he coming at me, I'm thinking to myself, boy, I ain't finna tackle you like this. So I I know I shouldn't have did this, but I let him run past me. Then I tackle him from behind because... He was just too big. I ain't got time to be trying to hit somebody and get my body all hurt. I got a whole life to live to get my body smashed up. Now, I know I shouldn't have been thinking like that, but that, that's how I was thinking. So Mike, Mike don't care about all that. Mike want to go slap in and ram head on. One day, them two boys, we were hyping it up. Who going to hit? Who going to hit? Go on run through that hole. So Mike telling him, boy, I'm going to run you over, boy. The running back saying, "Boy, I'ma run you over." The boy, he was running. His name was Marcus, right? Yeah. Marcus. So, Marcus and Feeds, both both hard hitters. They come over them bags. Boom, 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 boom. No, no, it wasn't even the oh, bag. Oh, bags just shuffling go. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was a play. They had called a play or something. Okay. I well, either way, them boys met up. The hole opened up, and they smashed each other. Bam! Both of them laid out. They both. <laughs> They both fell back on the ground. They both fell on their backs. It was like a cartoon. Somebody running each other, boom, <laughs> like smashing each other's heads in. Then they both fall back. Bam. They both laying on the ground, laid out. They're just laying on the ground. <laughs> they laying on the ground. So I'm I'm laughing like these nuts done ran into each other. They probably done for the week. So they laying on the ground, the whole squad crunk. We laugh, and I say, now, see, that's why I don't hit that hard right there. That, that, that's exactly why I don't do that. I laughed at that for weeks. Matter of fact, i never forget that in my life how hard they hit. I don't hit that hard. I ain't trying to hit that hard. I, I need to clip your ankles and bring you down. The object was to get you on the ground. These nuts at practice. They're acting like it was an NFL game, and the Steelers was there, and – uh, scholarship. Matter of fact, Iowa State and Iowa, they act like they were both on campus <laughs> looking yeah. for the next star linebacker and star running back, and they both knocked each other out. Uh, for no reason. It was no reason to knock each other out, but they did. You know what? Don't see my... This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football.
You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening.